Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Broadcasting from coast to coast, it's the Financial Safari with your host, Coach Pete Deruda. Coach Pete and his guests are some of the nation's top financial professionals. They make it their mission to guide investors through the treacherous jungle of the financial world, showing them how to grow, keep, and leave their money for their loved ones. Coach Pete is a frequent contributor to Fox Business Network, CNBC, The Wall Street Journal, and many other news outlets. They come to Coach Pete for their answers, and now so can you. So stick around and find out how to make it through the jungle of the financial world on The Financial Safari. Welcome into the Financial Safari. Consumer advocate Thomas Lipscomb in studio alongside investment advisor representative with Capital Financial, Parker Holland. Coach Pete out on assignment. Parker, how you doing today? Doing good. He always says assignment, never tells me where he's going. I think he's just <laughs> back checking all the plans and everything without me in an office. I can't find him. <laughs> You're so funny. Now, you know, he was the former two-time president of the IARFC. He is actually at a IARFC conference right now, the International oh, yeah, Association that is this of week. Registered Financial Consultants. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He still goes by the president. They still call him that. So it's always entertaining <laughs> being out there. <laughs> I love that. I love that. No, but listen, uh, teasing earlier about a lot of questions you have to encounter on a daily basis is that I, that's what your life is isn't it parker as a financial planner just answering questions well i mean that's a big piece of everything we do is just you got to be comfortable it's in a relationship i always tell everyone in the industry the client is buying you they're not looking just for a end-all be-all plan government market economy changes they have to be comfortable you have to be comfortable it's a two-way interview process and i get more concerned when people don't ask questions to be honest and th these questions are always ideal and you should ask every time you meet with a planner. And I would say stand by at any given time. You have any questions or anything, just call us. There you go. And if you want to get your questions answered even before we get started on the program, the number to call 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. Now, it is true, and let me say this too. We can often start asking questions by going on to good old Google or Yahoo. <laughs> if you remember those commercials. Um, but that can get us in more trouble, um, I think, more often than it can give us help because uh, it leads us down paths. Uh, I think just in the health world, I have four kids. There's always a cold or something. And if you look on online, you're, you're going to assume it's the worst disease in the world when if you actually go to a qualified doctor, he may say, oh, it's just a seasonal flu or seasonal cold. Oh, yeah. Same thing can happen here. So top question uh, that I want to ask you first, because there are millions of searches online associated with financial planning. Uh, we've created a list of the top questions being searched. And uh, so here's the ones we consulted Google and not Yahoo. It's DuckDuckGo, one of the uh, new famous ones these days. Uh, first question I have for you, though, uh, compared to what would be out there, what is a financial advisor and what can a financial advisor do for me? Well, a financial advisor, financial planner, they're all the same um, in essence, depending on the licenses and designations. But if you're meeting with a full-fledged fiduciary, he can do anything under investments, insurance, financial, retirement, income planning like we are, the big piece is you're wanting a roadmap to see not if you're just on the right track, but a financial planner certified or anyone that is licensed as a full-fledged financial advisor, they look at everything, estate, 
tax, health care, Medicare, Social Security, income, the fluidity between all the moving parts. But 99% of us want the same thing. Can we retire? Are we on the right track? Where are the red flags and potholes? How do we get them addressed? And what is the most advantageous based on government, market, economy, tax law to make sure everything's working in the best way possible? So let me ask you this, because the next biggest question is what financial advisor should I use? And I think the thought behind this is how can I trust you at the end of the day? And I think that's a good kind of blunt question, but, but how do you know who you can work with and how can you actually trust them? Well, I love third party, not regulatory, but they're kind of like third party independent websites and tracking services that let you meet, not meet, but like see reviews and everything about advisors. Cause we're not allowed to give reviews Mm. or um, give references in this industry. Um, Mm -hmm. So what they do is like wealth minder, bright scope, smart advisor, smart asset programs, Dave Ramsey, smart vester. There's, a lot of third party outside that certify and check the advisors, but they also make sure to reach out to their clientele, see if there's any complaints and all of that out there. And it just gives you kind of behind the scenes, independent, conflict free overview of who you're working with, because it's not ran by that advisor, that company or the company they work for. That's good. Conflict three, conflict free. So you kind of implied what that referred to there. Let's go ahead and call it what it is, the big box firms. And we don't compensate and they don't reach out to us or anything in that manner. So that's the other thing about them, too. And a big one that I always recommend and Coach Pete does as well is the National Ethics Association. Mm. A lot of advisors might be rated well by their clients, but you want to see behind the scenes, get into the knit and grit of everything that could be hidden or pushed under the rug. Yeah, it's true. So how about we go ahead and get into some of that nitty gritty? This is actually not the next question on the list, but I think this is a good lead in. Um, How are advisors paid? Well, that can be uh, any numerous ways. I would say for if you're working with a fiduciary, it's normally fee only or fee based. Um, that is the norm out there. And there's even compensation models that a lot of advisors use where their fee structure and everything can be built into the earnings of their clients accounts, too. So that's kind of a combination or uh, hybrid model in there. But fee only or fee based are the primary ones in the industry where they charge a fee based on the assets under management that they're doing. Okay. And those can fluctuate drastically depending on the firm. And then there's also fee only. Now, fee only has always represented itself as the most independent conflict free but our problem with that and we don't like doing this even though we're licensed to do it is fee only is kind of just giving you an overview it can't really go into specific product investment allocations or recommendations that can be potentially utilizing like do i need this product this policy this fund this healthcare supplement this long-term care this trust and all of that because they're only specialized in their sectors or they don't utilize or license themselves to be investment advisors or insurance advisors healthcare medicare social security so they may not be as up to date on that so i recommend working with fee-based or someone that does a combination of that fee only or fee-based very similar to us even utilizing gains-based models because we always like to say we have the umbrella. We have the partnerships and estate planning, CPA, tax filing, all the moving parts. That makes a lot of sense to me. And once again, we're here with investment advisor representative with Capital Financial, Parker Holland. If you have questions about retirement planning and how it could apply to your own unique situation, it is what we are doing right now, just answering questions right here on the show. So folks, get your question answered by calling 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. 
All right, next question I have for you here, Parker. What do I need to bring with me when meeting with a financial advisor? Do I need to bring all seven years that I have kept of my tax returns? No, you do not. No, you do not. I would say just bring a recent tax return, any benefit statements you have for pensions or Social Security. If you aren't, if you're going through your employer, I would say just any benefits you have, like 401k, healthcare, life, disability, long term care insurance. If you have estate planning documents, that's always a good benefit as well, too. Mm. But if you're pretty much building up from start, just any savings or retirement or investment accounts you have, anything in the last hundred days will be fine for your adv advisor to look at. And I know that they're cracking down on the licenses, the designations, the names of all of us out there, because I can't use the chief anymore. But the, <laughs> uh, the big thing about it is just make sure your advisor is a duly licensed representative, meaning they have insurance investment, whether it's series 65, 66, or seven, or a combination of it. And they also have designations like myself, coach members of the team here, just so that you know that they have every ability to touch what all options are available for you. And, and it goes back to options. You don't want to meet no. with someone who has their hands tied on, on one side or the other. And I'm not against people that have the hand cycles. There's a lot of partnership offices out there where you might have multiple advisors. You meet with each one for each part of your plan, and that is fine. Sure. But then also, so if they work for XYZ company or bank or brokerage, it is a little bit of an issue where they're saying, hey, what's best for you out of what we offer, mm. not what's best for you out of the entire industry, which isn't always a bad thing. You just need to know where any limitations arise. And if an advisor beats around the bush when you ask them a direct question, that is always a red flag, too. How are you compensated? Who do you work for? What do you use? What products, funds, certifications, all of that? It is very straightforward. Okay, so that actually leads into our next question. Uh, the question is, do financial advisors manage all of your financial finances for you. Uh, you get why I'm saying that because some advisors don't necessarily manage all of them, but say someone was fee based, would they then really handle all of your finances or, or a select portion? I mean, we don't require 100% of everything. I know a lot of advisors don't. Some do. Now, I mean, the multiple options of fee-based commissions, fee and commissions, or fee only, all of that, they're, they're not all bad. And, like, yeah. commissions aren't even a bad thing. I would be comfortable with my advisor earning commissions just as long as I knew where they were coming from. Right. Um, because people have that misrepresentation of that word. A commission doesn't always get charged from the client. There's a lot of options out there where the commission comes from the company they're utilizing, and they wouldn't even have an access to that company if they didn't accept the commission, and it might be the best option for you, just as long as they're upfront about it. And that's more of the healthcare and insurance planning side, where everyone needs it, but everyone seems to have a stigma against it. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of sense. And Especially under Medicare. Yeah. <laughs> and it goes back to connecting with someone who, who really is well-rounded and that you can trust, and it wouldn't, no matter what they're covering. Uh, just like at Capital Financial, I think Medicare, we have Greg Berrien, who, who's just a specialist in that area. Um, He's and, the healthcare king for us. The healthcare king, exactly. And, and you want to go to those people who have a more uh, niche knowledge in a certain area. And that's why I love the team that we have here. Uh, I have one more question uh, that I want to get in front of you. And that's how important it is to have a financial advisor. And I know this can be a little tongue in cheek on the radio here. But at the same time, it is 2023. Um, I think we've experienced a lot lately. I think we've experienced a lot of trying lately. Never been a boring day. <laughs> it's, uh, I, it just in the past, what, 18 months, two years, we've had Wall Street bets. Crypto has become a household uh, name, let alone the specific variants of it. Um, but yeah, how important it is, is it to have a financial advisor? Well, I got into the industry myself, and I know Coach is similar in this, and I know Marty is as well, is we had uh, family, friends, people, and I was always into the investments 
side. But I had family, friends, and people that were, I saw them. I'm one of the youngest in my family, and they were retiring. They didn't know what to do. I've seen, I had grandparents that went, went through the depression. I've had people that went, I had family through Nortel, Enron, and all of that as well. I wanted them to kind of have someone they could trust or at least someone they could ask questions to. And I felt like a lot of the missing pieces, I mean, I was a broker in a past life. We all start somewhere. There was a lot of missing pieces of information and true comprehensive planning wasn't always there. But I would say that kind of leads into what we always like doing on the radio, Thomas, is we want people to be comfortable and feel comfortable asking the questions. Send them in now. Give us a call, and we'll gladly do a no cost or obligation. The same thing we do for our friends and family. The same thing we do for radio listeners to put together a financial plan. We're independent and conflict free. We want to see where you're at, where you want to be, if there's any red flags or potholes, and the best way to address it. We want to look at a state tax, health care, social security, investments, income, the efficiencies of all the moving parts of a financial plan. And I would say it is a little biased being one. Not everyone <laughs> thinks they need a financial advisor, but if it's no cost or obligation, what could it hurt? If yeah. you know your options, you're educated, that's all that it comes down to. If you want to use a financial advisor, great. But if not, just know your options. And that's why we always want to extend this no cost or obligation offer to anyone listening to put together that plan. Awesome. So the phone lines are open. The number I mentioned it earlier, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383. You can also text keyword plan to 600-700. This is your opportunity to sit down with Parker, Marty, or a member of the team here at Capital Financial and get that financial roadmap put together. We would love to translate that complex financial world into very clear solutions that are tailored just for you. So take advantage right now. I know the market's a little hot. It's a little up, down every day. You never know what's going to be coming through the news. It's the whole point and purpose of having a true retirement plan in place so that you can set that to the side and let it be what it is, but not have true impact on your finances. The number to take advantage, get your own plan in place, 800-661-7383, 800-661-7383, or text keyword plan to 600-700. Information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.